0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Quark, and I'm going to run solo here again for you guys for a mega slate on Wednesday, a 10-game slate. And, um, you know, lots to like here. Uh, didn't uh, didn't do super – I hope you guys played Aaron Wiggins. Let me put it that way. Uh, I suggest Aaron Wiggins in the last show and, uh, you know, don't think a whole lot of people went to him, but especially after Shea Alexander got got ruled in, but uh, but he really hit for us. So proud of that one. Um, some other plays not so hot, but there's a couple uh, of interesting ones on this one, and I'm sure you guys are uh, you know eager to see if I'm playing some of the same guys I did a couple days ago, and so uh, we'll get right to it. Um, as far as games that you know, I think are worthy of stacking. Um, I really only think that there's one out there, and uh, I'll give you just a second to think about it. Go ahead and look through those games. Tell me which one you think is, is uh, the one that Keith is going to stack. If you guessed Utah Jazz and Houston Rockets, you are correct. Congratulations, here's a cookie. Uh, yeah, the Jazz Rockets, again, playing, uh, I think it's a back-to-back here uh, over three days, and uh, just love a lot of people in this matchup. Um, I'm going to start with Lori marketing at 6,500, I did fade him last game, and that was obviously the right choice. He didn't have a very good game, but this guy's capable of you know 50 points, 50 DraftKings points, and there's not a whole lot of people in that price range that are going to give that for you, give that to you. So I absolutely love Lord Marketing at 6,500 on this slate. Uh, I just think that you know compared to other guys in that price range, he's got the biggest upside. The Jazz are, are winning games; they're three zero now. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They, they just lost a game, but uh, three and one, I believe they are. Um, but but they, you know, they they have their foot in the gas pedal. They're trying to win basketball games. So they're not tanking. They're not sitting people. Laurie Markkinen is going to play his full, you know, complement of minutes, and he's probably going to do pretty well against this Houston Rockets team because most people do. Uh, it's like going to be a high-paced game, lots of shots going up. So um, I like Laurie Markkinen at 6,500. I think you can go to him very safely and uh and hope for some uh real meat on those bones. I like a at fifty six hundred. I'm probably not gonna roster roster them a whole lot. But fifty six hundred with Alinuc and you know, one of those things uh with especially with DraftKings, we usually talk about DraftKings King, Draft DraftKings on the show. I do like to throw out some fan duel plays. I don't have any tonight for you. It's just a huge slate. It took a lot of work to to get these for you for DraftKings. But we're talking about DraftKings, we're talking about a stat profile. So like, you know, um, this guy just put up points. This guy just put up rebounds. This guy put up points, rebounds, and assists. That's like that's a Kelly O'Lenick thing right there. Points, rebounds, assists. It's a safe floor. He's a double double threat. On a really crazy night, maybe a triple double threat, but he's gonna get those so he's gonna get like four or five, six assists if he plays enough minutes. And he should. Again, the the Jazz want to win. Um I know you're curious. Is Keith gonna go back to Jared Vanderbilt at fifty one hundred? Yes, absolutely, 100%, a million times, yes. Still not expensive enough for me. Once he gets near the 6,000 mark, that's when I'll stop playing him. But, uh, you know, 5,100, all he's got to put up is 31 DK points to hit that 6x value. He's done that. He can do that. Going to put this game together. Still a young guy, kind of figuring out what his role is. But, you know, this Jazz team has got a lot of opportunity. And a double-double is... I'm not going to say guaranteed, but it's likely. 10 points, 10 boards. You're, you know, you really kind of stat, stat line something around the lines of, you know, uh, 11 points, 14 boards, and 6 steals. Or not 6 steals. That's way too many. 4 steals. Maybe 3. Uh, didn't put up the defensive stats last game. and But if you get that kind of line at 5100, that's gold, man. Uh, take it. Take it and run. Uh, I also... Again, like Eric Gordon in this matchup. He actually, I think, uh, had a little price fall from the last time I suggested him. Uh, I suggested him lightly. I didn't say, like, go go like this guy. I think I had him in one out of 20 lineups or 21 lineups that I did. So it's not like uh, I was, like, you know, rostering this guy heavily. Um, he was, yeah, 4,600 last game, and now he's 4,400. So 4,400 for Eric Gordon. Um, you know, this is a guy can, can put up points in, in a hurry, a uh, guy capable of putting up 30 points in a game, which, uh, you know, look at the other guys that are in that 4,400 price range and tell me who amongst them is capable of that. Uh, you're not going to find very many. I can tell you right now. Let's read some of those names in that price range. Uh, Andre Drummond. Yeah, that's not happening. Uh, you've got Bruce Brown a little bit over. I like Bruce Brown. Love Bruce Brown, especially if uh, it looks like my Michael Ford Jr. is questionable. Uh, so, you know, that's the guy to keep your, your eyes on. But he's not scoring 30 points. It's just not going to happen. Patrick Beverly. Not, you know, I like Patrick Beverly in this league. He's not scoring 30 points. Um, Caleb Martin. So, these are the guys that are around Eric Gordon's price range. And so, when you're talking about comparatively, uh, you know, where he's at. I, I like Eric Gordon at 4,400. Moving on, there's a couple other games I do like on the slate, just uh, based on, you know, what their pace is going to be, what the defenses of the teams is going to be, um, how competitive I think, I think they're going to be. Uh, this one might surprise you a little bit, but I'd like the Chicago Bulls and the Indiana Pacers uh, on this slate. I think it's going to get overlooked because I think people – might think that the Bulls are going to blow out the Pacers. Uh, as a Bulls fan, you guys know I, I do a Bulls podcast. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, I do the Sports Ethos Bulls podcast. We're only doing it weekly now, but uh, go check that out, by the way, at Bulls, if you're a Bulls fan. Uh, but as someone who watches every single one of these games religiously, the Bulls play to the quality of their competition. They don't blow teams out. Um, you know they don't really get blown out a whole lot, so that's always nice. But um, they just beat the, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. So, ha, to that narrative that they can't beat teams over 500 uh, from last season. But they're playing the Pacers in this one. Um, I think it's going to be a more competitive game. I think the spread's currently at, like, eight points. I think it's going to be more of a competitive game than people are believing. There's only a few plays I like in this game. But I think you can go to DeMar DeRozan. Um, he let me go take a look at his price range, but he's uh, reasonably priced. He's going to be a guy that not a lot of people are going to gravitate towards. I think a lot of people will fade him because Zach Levine should play in this game, and if Zach Levine's back, he hasn't had very good games. He's eighty nine hundred uh, against this Pacers team, and he has been in the mid nine thousands the last couple of games. Uh, started the season at eighty eight hundred and went down to eighty seven hundred. Um, I think eighty nine hundred is is a bit of a steal for Demar Rosen. If you need a bit of a cheaper uh, top option, I, I like him in this one because again the Bulls I think are going to you know drag this out, not put this team away. The Pacers are going to hang hang within ten you know five to ten points the whole game. It's going to give me make, make rack my nerves, that's probably what's going to happen. So I think you can go to Demar. I'm not like locking him in or anything, but I think he's a good guy to go to, especially if you're building GPP lineups and you need a spend-up that a lot of people aren't going to go to. I'd be surprised if he's got high ownership on a 10-game slate, but maybe he does. Um, but the two plays I really actually do like in this game is Tyrese Halliburton at 8300 Tyrese Halliburton's just been killing it, and anyone else around that price range uh, isn't putting up the lines that he's putting up. So he's just a cheaper spin down option if you need to save a few dollars to go after somebody else in that mid-range or or whatever that you're trying, that you're aiming for. I don't think he's a lock for me. I don't even know if I'll have him in any of my lineups, but I do like him at 8,300 uh, in a, a close game, in and, and a game against a Bulls team that just doesn't – it has a lot of defensive lapses. They, I think people are ragging on their defense. I think their defense is solid overall, but here and there they just have some really terrible and head-scratching choices choices made. So, anyways, uh, I like Terry, Terry Sulliburton, but my favorite play um, – Um, is this my favorite play on the entire slate? I don't know. It's definitely my favorite play in this game. It might be my... I think, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to dub it my favorite play of the entire slate. Jalen Smith at 5,700. And I think he's going to have higher ownership, so do keep that in mind. But... Uh, You know, this guy has absolutely crushed it the last couple of games. He has scored 37 and 46.75 DK points in the last two games for them and and only 28 minutes and 25 minutes, which is insanity. Um, Those games were against Detroit and Philly. You know, not a whole lot to take away from that. Those seem like slower-paced teams. This is an upper. This is probably going to be a paced-up game against the Chicago Bulls squad. Uh, well, I take that back. I'm sorry. The Bulls are actually, uh, last I checked, in the bottom third in pace, so uh, maybe not paced up necessarily. But I think that you know the Bulls don't have a power forward that's starting. That's a big body that can handle Giannis Smith on the rebounds. He's gotten 15 and 10 rebounds the last two games. Nobody's going to be able to stop him on the boards. I mean, you know, we got Vooch, we've got Drummond, um, but they've also got Isaiah Jackson. They got Gogo, Gogo Um Miles Turner might even play in this game. So... I just don't think we have enough bodies to throw at Smith. I think he could ram, run rampant on the boards and, and get, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, maybe even 16, 17 boards in this game. Um, and then the points, you know, he shot it particularly well in the last couple of games. I don't know if he does that again. But at 5.7, um, let me see, to get 6x value, uh, at 5,700 to get 6x value, what we're going to need is about 34.2 DK points. He surpassed that in those last two games easily. The first game of the season, he scored 30 DK points, so he just about hit that range in only only 22 minutes, and he was only one of six from beyond the arc in that game. So, uh, only grabbed eight rebounds. So, yeah, I like Jalen Smith a whole heck of a lot. And uh, you know, I say this as a Bulls fan, so you know, he comes with a grain of salt with me. Um, but I think he is a smart play in DFS. Uh, moving on, uh, another game. So Chicago-Indiana, I, I gave Utah-Houston. That's probably my favorite game. If you're on a stack, I would love to stack that game. There's several guys I like there. Uh, Chicago-Indiana, I think you can stack some Indiana, you know, some cheapo Indiana guys and then run it back with tomorrow on the other side for the polls. Um, but I also like San Antonio Spurs and Minnesota Timberwolves, and I like some of the cheaper options over there, um, I was looking, I, I looked at Gobert for quite a bit because I was like, hmm, uh, I believe he's 8,700. Uh, let me go double check real quick. Yeah, 8,700 for Gobert uh, against the San Antonio Spurs team. It uh, feels like the, the Timberwolves need a win. Haven't played well really so far this season. Still trying to figure it out. Um, The Spurs are going to utilize Jakob Burtle a little bit more without Devin Vassell in the lineup. So I think you have to have Rudy Gobert in your in your player pool, 8,700. Um, now, I like he, – he is only a center, obviously, and I do like some of on the slate, which we'll talk about in a little bit. That may prevent me from having too much Rudy Gobert, but I think I will have him here and there. I think he's a guy that a lot of people just don't like to roster in general. Uh, people just don't like Rudy. Uh, but I am looking at his way. So Rudy Gobert, 8,700. I will throw that out there. But he's not my favorite play in this game. My two favorite plays are – First and foremost, Jalen Noel at forty six hundred. And I know I've been suggesting this guy uh, all the way back when he started his <laughs> his salary ridiculously uh, at thirty three hundred this season. I wasn't suggesting him at that point, but when he hit thirty six hundred that second game, I believe that's when I started suggesting him. Uh, he is the offense of that second unit for the Timberwolves, and he hasn't shot the ball particularly well in the last two games. And he's gotten near thirty DK points, so that's all he needs to get for us. At 4,600, 4, that's all he needs to get is about 30 DK points to hit over uh, 6X value. You can't beat that. And so I'll take a stab at him at 4,600. It is quite a salary increase. His last game, he was 3,800. This is 4,600. So that might drive some people away. It's not going to drive me away, though. Not as long as he's getting you know 16, 14 to 16 shots a game, which is what he's got in the last three games. And, uh, he's a good player. I think he deserves those shots, so. Uh, I like Jalen well. Um, he's probably my favorite, Then I do also have, uh, oh no, he's not my favorite. I'm sorry. I have this guy pulled This is my favorite play of this, of the, uh, this game here, the San Antonio Spurs, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I love me some Josh Richardson at 3600 J Jay Rich. Reason being, again, Devin Vassell, uh, I believe he's doubtful in this game. We confirm. Uh, I'm only looking at Minnesota, that's why. Devin Vassell is currently doubtful, listed as doubtful for Wednesday's game. Um, No, Devin Vassell, I think that Josh Richardson has a very decent chance at getting 30 minutes. Um, He's done it this season so far. He excelled. Um, I think that the, the Spurs have some vested interest in trying to increase his trade value, maybe get another pick out of him, maybe a second rounder or something. Who, who knows? This guy had so much upside uh, just a couple seasons ago. It's kind of sad, but that was like three or four seasons ago. That was a while ago. I'm getting old. Um, but yeah, he had 28 minutes uh, on 1021. I'll point to that game Says so four days ago. Uh, As the recording of this pod five days ago, as as the when you're probably going to listen to this, but 28 minutes, he scored 34.5 DK points. And he's only at 3,900 for salary. So, 3,900, what are we looking looking for here? 3.9 times 6. We're looking for about 24 DK points to hit 6x value. Easy, easy squeezy. He's gotten near that in the last couple of games despite having depressed minutes. So,. Even if he only sees about, hmm, we'll say, 25, 26 minutes. I think this is easy value for you at 3,900. So I'm taking him. Uh, Probably going to roster him in a lot of my lineups. Okay, so those are the games I like. Here's some other guys I like just based on pricing and based on maybe some injury news uh, that we already have out there. And the first and foremost guy, I'm going to make him a lock right now. I'm going to tell you, get him in your lineup again. And if you have been listening and following along, you've guessed it. I'm talking about Sir Nikola Jokic, who is, again, listed at 10-9. He was at 10-9 last game. But he gets a matchup in this game against the Lakers, who is it's just a vanilla matchup for him. I think he's going to uh, get in there, in into that interior. There's not really a center on that Lakers team. Uh, I tell you right now, Anthony Davis is not going to want to bang with him. It's just not what Anthony Davis does. Anthony Davis doesn't like to play center for that very reason, so he's going to take advantage of that matchup. Um, I don't see the Lakers stopping him. So uh, obviously foul trouble in the last game—that was a real big bummer. He let me down. Um, it feels like you know you might think like, oh, he's going back out of spite. He just wants to get be right. Like he, he needs to be right. Uh, no, that's not the case. I just think that you know as long as he's under 11K, uh, it's just too much value. Uh, no, you know you've got Giannis on the slate at 11 two. Uh, which I think you know, a lot of people go to because it's Brooklyn, and he typically has good games against Brooklyn. I'm I'm of the mindset though that Ben Simmons is going to do a good job guarding Giannis, and like that's kind of like Ben Simmons' calling card. It might be the turnaround point for him because he's just getting speed uh, from sitting out so long. I know a lot of people hate Ben Simmons, so, you know, hate me if you want. But I think that's the case. So uh, I actually think Giannis is going to struggle a little bit in that one. I think you're definitely uh, smarter to go with Jokic in this matchup against the L.A. Lakers. So uh, Jokic uh, against the Lakers, 10-9. That's a lock for me for sure. Going to have him probably in every lineup. Um, I also... Speaking of that same game, I've got some interest in some Lakers. I've got some interest in Lonnie Walker IV fourth at 4700 And I know I told you guys last time, I was like, no, 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 Lonnie Walker, he's inconsistent. Fade him, fade him, fade him. And, you know, it was uh, kind of the right call. He didn't have a spe- spectacular game. Let's see, what did he uh, – he had 25 DK points at 4600 salary. So, some modest success. You know, if that's not winning any GPPs. Maybe in a cash game if his, his ownership's high enough, that's an okay play. But 32 minutes, um, you know, in that last game. He also shot 54%, so it could have been way worse. So it was, it was a right call to fade him last time. But here's the difference, guys. Russell Westbrook's out. He's doubtful for this game. Uh just confirm. <laughs> I always want to confirm when I'm telling you guys stuff so that I'm not, like, being crazy here. Uh, but, yeah, he is listed as doubtful to play Wednesday, according to Sham Sharania of The Athletic. And if he's, you know, out, that's another 12 to 15 shots for everybody else on the LA Lakers. And I think a lot of that's absorbed by those uh, by those guards that are, are, you know, coming in and out of the lineup. Lonnie Walker, Patrick Beverly, Austin Reeves, uh, Kendrick Nunn, maybe. Um, but we've seen Kendrick Nunn, he's gotten, you know, his role has diminished rapidly, which might be, it's probably justified the way that he's shooting the basketball right now. So I can't really, I'd love to to go to Kendrick Nunn again. I can't do it. I mean, maybe he plays 15, 20 minutes and, and just destroys and, and it makes me look stupid. But Lonnie Walker seems like the safe value here at 4,700. Uh, he's probably going to get, you know, instead of getting his normal, let's see, Uh, his shots are kind of up and down here. He's had 7, 21, and 13 shot attempts in the first three games. But he's probably going to be closer to, like, that 15 shot attempt range. if that's the case, at 4,700, again, just comparatively to everyone else, else, uh, it's just too much opportunity. Um, The one thing I just don't like about Lonnie Walker's game and the reason you might want to fade him or whatever is that he's very reliant on that shot falling. He doesn't contribute anything else, really. Uh, through the first three games, he's gotten three, three, four rebounds, five, three, one assist, and that five assist is really an outlier. He's put up defensive stats, which is kind of crazy. He's gotten, uh, uh, let's see, four, two blocks and four steals through the first three games, and that's really out of character for him as well. So uh, now I'm kind of talking myself out of him, but, no, I do like him. I think you have to kind of consider him on this slate. Uh, not a whole lot of people in that, you know, Four to five thousand range that I'm absolutely in love with. But Patrick Beverly, I'm going to go ahead and mention him also, forty five hundred. So if you do want to pivot off of you know, Monty Walker, because I just scared you, uh, Patrick Beverly is a few hundred dollars cheaper at forty five hundred. And it's the same case, right? He's going to get a few more shots, um, probably a few more minutes. You know that Patrick Beverly is active when he's on the floor on the defensive end and uh, sometimes on the offensive end. He's been his shots have been kind of down. But hopefully he can, you know, nail a few few three-pointers and get you close to 30 DK points. And that's all we're hoping for here. Not a huge, like, high-ceiling guy. I think the Lonnie Walker has a higher ceiling than Patrick Beverly does. But there's a floor there, and there is a universe where Patrick Beverly outperforms Lonnie Walker and where Lonnie Walker has a much higher ownership uh, percentage than Patrick Beverly. So... Think that's uh that's definitely possible. Um, a couple other guys I like. I like a Yuka and Kangwu at four thousand. That's so dirt cheap. I mean, I I I mean, I love it. I would love it more if I knew that Clint Capella was gonna have his mitts restricted or something you know like that. Um, Atlanta is playing Detroit. And you know, it could end up getting ugly fast, and so they just sit Capella. At some point, guys, Onyeka Akagawa is going to overtake Clint Capella, and it's going to happen sooner rather than later. I'm not saying it's going to happen in this game. Don't have the confidence to, to tell you that, like, oh, absolutely, he's going to overtake him here. I just think he, you know, he's. I think no one disagrees that he is a better fit uh, for the Atlanta Hawks with his ability to play any kind of, you know, semblance of offense that isn't just catch and dunk. And uh, his efficiency from the free throw line. There's just a lot of things he excels at that uh, Capella's just terrible at uh, that really would help the Hawks. So, uh, you know, keeping an eye on him. I'm, I'm going to have him in a few lineups here and there. You know, maybe Capella gets in foul trouble and then Oyaka gets, you know, 25 minutes. And then in that case, at 4,000, he's just going to crush that. Uh, it's just a very, there is a very easy avenue for him to get to 7, eight, nine x value. It's not guaranteed to happen. Uh, if it was, gu- was guaranteed to happen, he would have a very high ownership. I think his ownership is going to be, yeah, not, not high, not low. It's going to be about, by average. So uh, it's not a smash play, but it is something that uh, I'm definitely gravitating towards. Uh, Royce O'Neal at 4,800. Love me some Royce O'Neal. He, uh, again, another guy that just, you know, contributes across the board, has that stat set that we like for DraftKings. Um, you know, not going to hit a triple-double. It's just not going to happen uh, unless, like, you know, Kevin Durant gets tossed and Kyrie Irving decides to powder out at the match or something. Maybe, maybe then he gets 20 points and 10 rebounds, but he's, he's still not going to get 10 assists. So, um, yeah, it's just never, never going to happen. But uh, but he does put up, you know, plenty of stats across the board. Um, I like this matchup here against the Milwaukee Bucks. It's going to be a high, a high game total. This is actually one of the ones that has the highest game totals on the slate, but um, didn't like a whole lot of pricing in this game. And, again, you know, the honest situation, I, I explained, I didn't think he was going to have, like, a, a killer game. I think he's going to have a honest game. I mean, he's still going to put up plenty of uh, points and stuff. But um, but I do like Rosaneil at 4,800. He has scored 8, 7, and 10 points in the first three games, uh, 3, 4, and 7 rebounds, 4, 3, 3 assists, 2, 2, 2 blocks, 1, 2, 3 steals. Just Popcorn numbers across the board. Love it. Love it. Uh, at 4,800, he's got to put up a little bit less than 30 DK points. And, I mean, he's pretty much averaging that. The first game, he went up, he put up 34.25 DK points. And I love this matchup again. I think um, it's a matchup that he can excel in. And he's playing tons of mats. So, it's a guy I was high on really early in the offseason because uh, I, I just love his game, and I think he's uh, he brings a lot to the table. So uh, Royce only up 4,800. I like him. And, and that's it. That's all I like so far for the early kind of primer for DFS. So if you guys are out there looking at this, um, you know, do scoop up that DFS pass, please. Go, go buy that up, sportsethos.com. Get the Ethos 360 uh, subscription. It gets you all of it, wager pass, fantasy pass, DFS pass. All of it's included there. Get you you know access to brew brewski. Get you access to me. Get you access to Dan Brespris. All of the all the uh, guys you want to talk to when it comes to fantasy basketball. Um, go step that up. It's really going to be worth your while. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to do it for all the DFS plays. I do have some Thrive plays for you. They do have their tournament plays up here. And the first one I like is Giannis uh, under. And I've already explained this a couple times in the pod, but um, you know, Again, I think the Brooklyn Nets are better set up to, to defend him than in past year, seasons. Uh, 45.5 points and rebounds is the line that they have up here. And going under, they have it basically a 50-50 split, so going under gets you 100 points. I like this because, um, again, all the things I explained about the, the Nets defending, but also last season, uh, Giannis only went over this line in 22 of 67 games, less than a third of the games. So I think there's a very really good chance he goes under, and you're getting 50 odds. 50 so I would take it definitely. Uh, Demar Derozan over 34 and points, rebounds, and assists. I already kind of explained this one here. I think this is going to be a closer game than people give it credit for, and um, that is a 100 and it's a plus odds play. It's 105 uh, as opposed to 95 for going under there. So 105 to go over. Uh, close game for for Indiana and Chicago. You know, I think Indiana is going to force a little bit of tempo on Chicago. Uh, Demar's going to have to be out there; he's the alpha. So I- I'm all I'm all about playing some Demar DeRozan on the over there. And then the last one I've got for you guys um, is Nikola Jokic over 46 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I got to give my guy some love, man. <laughs> he struggled last time. I, I uh, locked him in on everything, and these lines are the same. It's, uh, over 46 and a half is 105. Uh, so, again, it's another plus-odds play. Uh, they're playing the Lakers, and I just love the matchup for him. So I think that um, he's going to go over 46.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I hope that's correct. So I hope you guys have tons of luck if you do play that. Uh, if you're not playing Thrive, what are you doing here? Go play Thrive Fantasy. Uh, it is a lot of fun, guys. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Uh, each prop is assigned its as fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Thrive has over $200,000 in guaranteed in prizes weekly, so hit the most props and rank up the most points, and you're going to win a share of all that money, guys. Just go use promo code ETHOS when you sign up, and you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $250. Also download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by visiting their website, and that is www.thrivefantasy.com. Go sign up. Pop up today. Tell them Keith sent you. It's going to be awesome. Uh, That's going to do it for us, guys, though. I will not be putting out a show tomorrow night, but happy to say the Thursday show, I should be joined by a new member, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So that's exciting. We are going to get uh, Ramiz. I hope I'm saying that correctly in here to discuss some DFS with you guys. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. uh, Getting someone else's voice besides just mine. I'm sure you guys are are looking forward to that too. So uh, do tune into that. But until next time, go get that money.